there's a posting on Facebook that was about our local uh, Dick's restaurant, and it's 19 bucks an hour paying starting out. That's $19 an hour to flip burgers. They give you benefits. They help with tuition, health care, um, paid holidays, 401k, 50%. Um, the full nine, and you're getting, you know, it's 19 bucks an hour. Um, now, if you live outside of Washington, the Washington State minimum wage is uh, 13.56 or 13 something, and in Seattle, 15. You know, but the national wage is like seven something. I, I think so. If you're, say you're getting somewhere where you're, you know, the minimum wage and you're getting paid the $9 an hour and you're like, oh, $19 an hour. That's awesome. But, like, our McDonald's employee, like, a McDonald's employee pays 15 you know, $15, $16 an hour right now, starting out. Um, so, yeah, 19 yeah, it's more than normal, but, you know, if, unless you're commuting or you live in a house with four or five other people, $19 an hour still does not pay for rent around here, uh, which is a horrible thing because he's like, well, I, I got to pay for rent. So if you want to live by yourself or you do live by yourself or you have a significant other uh, or a, you know, a child or 16 cats uh, or you know, one of those things... Um, it's, it's one of those, like, what do you, what do you do? Uh, do you work two jobs? Um, do you kill yourself in hopes that one of the jobs is going to pay off? Um, do, uh, like in my scenario, I don't make that much money. Um, and, uh, unfortunately the, the pay isn't that great. There's no movement up in the company. So, after finding figuring these out, that's why I'm looking for a new job. Um, because I would work, like, I would work October to pay for November's rent. And then I would just, it would just be a, I would have to get another job just to, if I wanted to go to a movie, um, I'd have to sell plasma. Um, or, you know, start pawning things to go to, you know, out to, for pizza. Uh, I want to go get a drink with the friends. I got to ask them, will you pay, pay? Uh, because I, I'm in that situation where, um, you know, last month paid for this month. Uh, and, you know, I, you, you only can, I started out, I paid my credit card bill the first two months of rent. And then I slowly paid it off, and I, I got back up, you know, caught up because I worked extra hours, and I was, I was able to do that. Um, but that's not healthy. That's not a financial plan. That's not anything that you should do in real life. Um, I did it because, you know, situation you called for it, and I had to. Um, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that everybody had to you know, be financially responsible, but, um, that's my words of wisdom. Now, when, when a burger place, now, you know, these people are 18, 19 years old, are making more money than I am, 
just sad. It makes you wonder, like, what did I go to school for? If I went to school for, you know, I went I went to school. I got a two-year degree. I got, well, I have multiple two-year degrees. Um, but, and I'm doing something in my degree wheelhouse, sort of. And I'm making less money than somebody asking if I wanted a double, a double deluxe, or if I wanted fries for that. Like, where does, where does the motivation to, you know, better yourself, you know, slide in? Um, they tell you, like, there was such a push to go to college, go to college, go to college. I went to college, and there's no payoff. I, I mean, it's not like I'm a Greek art history major. I mean, what do you do with that? Work in a museum or teach? Uh, but, yeah, I have, you know, I have my skills and I have everything like that. And just at what point do you just say hell with it and go back to school and or back to training and, be, you know, sell real estate or, or insurance or... Um, you know, end up selling cars um, and hating yourself. Uh, well, I don't know. Some people love selling cars. I would rather, you know, cut my soul out with a spork than sell cars. Uh, just because I, I don't, I'm not a competitive person in that, that way. Um, I don't want to pressure people into doing things that they don't want it. Like, I, because... Oh, you need to buy this car. This is your car. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Granted, that's not a sales pitch, but that's pretty much what you're doing. It's, you want to buy this car? Oh, you said you like this car, so let's go fill out the paperwork and get you into this car so you can take it home. And then it can be your car, because that's what you want. It's your car. It's your car. You look good in this car. You should buy this car. Um, there's a lot more words, you know, to say that, but you're always asking for a sale. You're always closing. Um, it's the same as that, what is that, Wall Street movie, you know, the ABC, always be closing. Um, I, I, it was in the, what was that movie? The Boiler Room also with, uh, Giovanni Ribisi. I think that's his name. I always screw his name up. I just know him as the creepy guy from the movie Ted that dances weird while he's drinking a juice box. Or in a turtle costume. Uh... But yeah, it's uh, the my point is is that you know unless you are just straight up hating yourself and hating life and not you know like not doing something that you really like doing and you're just wasting away the time. To, so you can put money into your checking account to build, or put money into your checking account so you can, uh, you know, get, um, on, you know, pay off your last month and then so you can repeat it every month. I mean, where does that stop? I mean, at what point, you know, I work with people that are, you know, in their late 60s, early 70s, and... I'm just looking at them like, you're still working here for 
you know, barely any money. You know, and I know that, like, the way they're, you know, they act and they, you know, dress and talk and, you know, everything. It's like, are you here because you have to be or are you here because you want to be? And I, I'd rather be somewhere where I want to be rather than, than I need to be, if that makes sense. Um, I don't want, so I don't want to have to go to work. I want, I want to want to go to work. Uh, and unfortunately, nowadays I have to go to work because otherwise I'll, uh, you know, be evicted and have to move back home or something. Um, and then I'd get evicted from that place because that's just a bad situation for moving back home. But it's, I, I'm just pointing out that, you know, like, where, at what point do you just throw in the towel because you're not, you know, moving forward? Uh, it just, it doesn't, um, it doesn't commute, compute with me of, you know, because, like, I, I'm always trying to move forward. I'm always trying to learn something new. I'm always trying to do something. But, you know, it's that keep moving forward or, yeah, you know, that voice in my head. Um, I mean, I, I started saying keep moving forward way back when, uh, what's that movie? Uh, Meet the Robinsons. <coughs> um, I don't remember what company, I don't think it was Pixar... I don't think it was Disney either. It was, might be, I don't remember who it was, but it was a good movie. It's an animated movie. Uh, has a good message. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely uh, a kid's movie, but it has a good message. And like one of us, oh, keep moving forward. And they keep on, you know, talking about it and, and everything. Um, it's, it's just, uh, I guess it's, it's the, you know, if you can't move forward in where you are, the only way is to, if there's a roadblock or something blocking from moving forward, then either A, you have to turn around and go back the way you came, which is never productive, or go around it, or just take, you know. Uh, as uh, one guy says, if you hit a roadblock, turn right. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and if you can't turn right, turn right. You know, if you can't turn right, turn left. If you can't turn left, and you're completely dead, then look up and look down. You never know what you might find. You know, and it's like he's like, look, the the whole point was. Um, you know, see everything that you possibly can without actually having to, um, without actually going back the way you came, because that never succeeds, or you never get anything out of it. So, I don't know. That's just kind of my words of wisdom after seeing that someone that has no school is in ripped jeans and probably, you know, is, you know, not doing their part is making more than I am flipping burgers. That's not a good feeling.
I don't even know what episode this is anymore. Either way, it's broken. Yeah, I should have an intro or something now by this time, you would think. Um, maybe, maybe season two. I don't even know what season two starts. Uh, ends or whatever. This is all... It's not new to me because I've done podcasts before and then the other people have uh, decided they wanted to go and, um, you know, they were too busy or they got married or had children or would rather play Minecraft for 12 hours a day or any of those things. Um, As far as most of those are valid, playing Minecraft for 12 hours a day I, I can't get behind because the guy's not making money yet. So as soon as he starts making money, more power to him, and he won't even let me help. And it, see, this is what you get. You get me yawning, broken thoughts, sneezing, coughing, swearing, sniffling, all the usual stuff that I that you get in the morning. Um, but yeah. A buddy of mine would rather play video games all day long than sit and talk about video games, and, you know, for half hour a day. Um, he didn't have to do anything. He just had to show up. Um, he didn't even have to show up. It was a, it was pretty much going to be a Zoom call because he has a professional mic, uh, microphone in his uh, office. I have one in mine. So we'd pretty much just call each other that way shoot the shit for a while and go on. Then we even figured out, hey, if we go out to eat one day a week with a good microphone, we could just do it then. And it still was too much for him to plan. Even though he has to wake up every day at 11 a.m. Yes, all super early at 11 a.m. And proceed to play Minecraft for 12 hours and then rinse and repeat. Um, I don't know where his money's coming from. Maybe it's, you know, maybe he's selling NFTs or something. I don't know. Do not buy NFTs, by the way. You can sell them if you find stupid people enough to buy them. But don't, please don't buy them. They're they're a waste of money and they're not worth anything. And, um, yeah. Now, if you sell them for Bitcoin and then you sell the Bitcoin for something else and you get enough people to buy the Bitcoin... So on, it's one of those things like, oh, okay, more power to you. Um, you know, maybe I should sell some NFTs. I know, we'll figure that out. Um, but this is kind of an odd morning. I woke up this morning at, geez, two thirty. Um, people on the East Coast, I know. Um, that after work today, uh, we're wishing me a, a Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, now, that's fine. They know my phone doesn't alert me or anything, but it's just weird to me that, like, I'm getting it at 2.30. They're up at 5.30, uh, 5, 5.30, because they're work, and so they're sending me when they wake up. They're like, oh, yeah, baby. But at the same time, I'm like, has it, like, the time difference still gets me. Uh, like, it's not their fault. It's not my fault. It's just, like, 
Because I still see it as 2.30, even though I know it's 5.30. But at the same time, when it's that early, my brain doesn't do the math. <coughs> you know? So, it, it's a... It's just a mind messer-upper. Um, there's another word for that, but I'm not going to... I, I can rate, rate these different and edit and all the other stuff. Um, but it was it was like, at that point, I, I, I woke from my... I woke up initially from my dream that it was kind of a weird dream. Um, and... I don't know, like, it's that, not that, it's like that, almost that anxiety or stress feeling that you get in your stomach, I mean, I've talked about this before, but this is like a new dream, it, like, I've had dreams where, oh, I was a little kid and couldn't get out of a, a ball pit, uh, I've had, uh, like, you know, the last person, it's usually the last one, like, being left kind of feeling uh and I've, I've looked into this and it's that left behind feeling that uh you don't want to be left behind and everybody has gotten that once in a, at least once and if you haven't I, I I'm calling BS but if you truly haven't I I envious because it's one of those feelings that just gets you it's, it's like it just stabs you right in the gut and you can feel it of just, ugh. Um, and it is what it, it happens um, to me about once a week. I'll have a dream. And it's not a real, a real event. It's a dream. And it's a improbable dream. Uh, like, the scenario is, like, I am, like, one night it was, I stepped on... Um, bubble gum on the street walking with my friends and for some reason I couldn't untie my shoe shoelace because like my shoe just instantly stuck it wasn't like oh I stepped and then I had gum on my shoe it's like I stuck there and it was like cemented in there like I looked down at my shoe and there's cement around my foot and everybody around me was like oh just leave your shoe we'll, we'll buy you new ones right up here and I and I couldn't get my shoe off. It's like one one of those things, and like it was so tight that I couldn't get the the concrete, and they just kept on walking, type of deal. And so that's the that's the thing that I was just like, huh, okay. So that's that was wondering, and I woke up and I was like, that was weird, huh? So, like, in my head, I'm like, maybe I should start carrying a sledgehammer with me. Obviously, I don't carry a sledgehammer with it me because I work in an office, and that'd be weird. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm here with my hammer, and I work on computers. So, in my dream, I was, I don't know if I was, what I was doing there, but I was in the kid section of a library. I don't know if it was a school library or something. Uh, it might have been a public library. And there was some friends, kids that were there, I believe. Um, and 
I, in my dream, I was like, oh, I'm going to go hide underneath the table. Um, and then afterwards, I'll grab the arm legs and stand up and roar, you know, like, you know, you do with little kids and they scream and run away and everyone's like, oh, it's just me, you know, or whatever you do. Um, but it's, in this one, I could barely get underneath the table. And I was like, wow, this table is in there. So I got underneath the table, and then I realized the table is, uh, like, because a lot of libraries have, like, that concrete floor with covered with, like, there's no nothing in between. It's just a concrete, and then there's carpet laid over top of it. Um, and this was that kind, but it had, um, but the tables were concrete bolted or riveted right into, uh, the, right into the floor. Um, so they were not, the table was not going anywhere. Uh, and me being me, I, you know, I went to just manhandle it and I, hurt my back so there I am underneath this tiny little table like curled up in a ball that I can't I can't really move I mean, it's a half a ball because um, because of the you know I, I'm the size I am and the size of the table and you know it's that shrinking feeling that everything around you is shrinking and it's it's one of those scenarios and I woke up and I was like huh that's an unsettling feeling. But, like, I woke up not like, oh my gosh, I'm stuck. It was, uh, I woke up and I was like, that was an odd situation. And, you know, that's the, that's the even more, like, you're, I was aware after I, like, instantly woke up. I instantly woke up, that was a dream. Or a nightmare or something. And I'm just like... Yeah, and then, and then you get dive down the rabbit hole. <clears throat> what do they mean? What do your dreams mean? Um, and I was too tired to look it up, so I quick wrote myself a note to remind myself to look it up later on today. Because what am I going to do at work? Actually, do work? Come on. Um. But. It was just kind of odd because, like, in the dream, right before I woke up, I'm laying there, and I don't know why it was, like, against a wall or just the scenario that, you know, how it played out, that, um, one of the firefighters that came to help me, I uh, guess they called the police or the fire department and everything and I was just like just get a chainsaw I'll cut pay for the table just cut the table and how you know like I was like I can move to one side or even if you know I can scoot around and we can maneuver this so I'm not cut but then I can easily get out and I oh yeah protocol calls you know it's like yeah and it was like one of those like everybody it was like police, fire department, like National Guard was there. And like, we're going to get you out of there, son. Like, it was like a big deal. And I was like, 
Okay, I can roll over on my back and you give me some screwdrivers and I'll unscrew it. Just, you know, it was one of those, just like, this, this isn't that big of a deal. Um, and I could have gone down that way. Um, <coughs> I'm trying a different way to go to work today. Um, just because I know there's not going to be a lot of traffic, so I figure, why not? Um, because, you know, it was just that small situation that was so absurd, blown out of proportion, and, and then me just getting more and more frustrated, which, it was like a, um, a full body, uh, Chinese uh, finger trap. I don't know if that's what they're really called. That's what we called them when we were younger. You put your finger in or your thumb or something or your buddy's finger on one side and yours, you know, and then you try to get them out and you pull and they tighten and then you keep on pulling them and you get sucked in further and further and further. It's, it's one of those scenarios. Um... In my head, I'm like, okay. Alright, you know, like, I was, at the time, I was trying to be rational about it and trying to rationally think my way out of it. Like, oh, just get a chainsaw, I'll buy the $300 table. Um, because it's a school district, so it probably is a $300 table for, that you can buy at Walmart for, you know, $10. Um, or, you know, whatever. There's always an over-budgeting. Um, but I was... I think it was, like, it, as it got... In my dream, I was getting more and more frustrating... Or frustrated because... People weren't handling it... In the way I was... I, you know, I thought it should have been handled. So in my... Like, now that I'm thinking about it out loud... And I'm talking about it out loud... Um... <clears throat> it's like a, it's a con lack of control. And I don't know if that has to do with my life or, uh, what, uh, it was just, it was just odd of like all the things that get, you know, the last one I had like that was like a, yeah, a ball pit when I was younger. Um, and those are, those places are just gross and disgusting anyway. Um, I had one, um, one of those feelings that, um, it was when I was my heaviest, and in my dream, I, you know, when, it was one of those scenarios where the, uh, the elevator is gonna be dropping, you know, the, uh, everybody, I climbed up the top. I was the last one to go because I was helping people up. So I was trying to be a hero or something. I don't know. Um, and the, uh, like, <clears throat> right as I was getting up, it was, like, slowly, like, creaking. And um, I got stuck in the, the, the hole to climb out. And I couldn't get through. And 
like it was about to fall and it was that that one was horrendous because it, it wasn't like a oh i'm stuck it was like oh i'm gonna die type of scenario but i woke up before i died and that made me get in shape so maybe this dream was telling me to get back in shape again i don't know and I am drinking my athletic greens. I am, since I'm not working from home, I'm not sitting and eating, you know, three bags of chips and 27 gallons of soda a day. So that's good. But I'm not moving as much. It's weird. I stopped working from home and I'm moving less. Because when I'm at home, when I was working at home, I would go to Safeway and walk around. And I granted, I would be buying food that I didn't really need. Um, but at the same time, I would uh, like I would walk, when I go shop at Safeway, I walk every single aisle. Uh, it's one of the smaller Safeways, so you know it's maybe ten aisles, but. It's still, I walk up and down every aisle. And it's like, I almost OCD, like I just do that. Uh, I skip the hair products and uh, cleaning supplies. Uh, just because I don't buy the, anything there that, out of those because they're overpriced. Um, or I need a specialty hair, hair product and my, uh, yeah. So it's not a big deal. Um, The uh, point I'm making is, I, you know, I was getting five, six, seven thousand steps a day, and that's pretty good for, you know, I have a bad knee that hinders me walking, and so this was, I would have a cart with, you know, I have a cart with me, and I push it, and that eliminates some of the, it's like my walker almost, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, sad someone at my age that has to have a walker, but when you know you have a severe arthritis in a knee, uh, then it is what it is. The point I'm making is now that I don't work at home, I don't go to, to Safeway during the day, I don't walk, and I'm not eating my steps. I don't. All that has been kind of taken away. And I think if I got a different job at home, I still wouldn't be walking as much as I would be because the job I had was, oh, I'm gonna, I have 12 hours to do four hours worth of work and then I'm gonna charge them eight hours to do it, you know, type of deal. Um, but either way, it still worked out in my favor. But, maybe that was my dream. I got stuck in a table. I don't, um, uh, if you have an idea, you could actually email me now at brokenthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. I finally have an email address for you guys. Um, you know, Please don't spam it. Um, if you do, then I will hunt you down. I will find out where you live. Um, 
because you can do that. Um, but if you have a question or would like to, you know, hear me ramble about something, you know, go ahead and shoot me at that. And uh, in the title uh, of the or the title of the email, um, you know, put ramble and or talk about this or you know something like that. It's a question. Put a question. Uh, if you think I'm dumb, be sure to label it dumb so that way I can skip over it. I will, I, I'll read them all. Um, just because I think I'm going to get like three emails in the next year. So, I'm not highly anticipating numerous emails out there. Um, except, you know, somebody named Lulu Smith and that wants to hire me to do, uh, what is it? Uh, package handling out of my home or house, and they will send me the the materials and the information, and all I have to do is process the mail, uh, and or you know one of those scenarios. Um, I don't know if you've ever gotten those emails. Um, I'm, I was looking for a job, so my email and resume got out there, and people started contacting me, and uh, it made me laugh um, just because. Uh, it's not a, uh, it's not a legit job, because, uh, uh, I went so far as, I got pretty close to, um, pretty close to the, the, you know, that, and I got, went through all the steps, and I was like, yes, I would like to, and then we had an interview, or a, it was a Zoom interview, and the Zoom interview, uh, was, um, with a guy, they said, oh, this is such and such guy. But the thing is, though, the position, the guy that, you know, was allegedly, I looked him up, and it wasn't him, because um, I know him. They actually used a guy that I know legitimately his name. They just used his name. Um, created a, a, a Hangouts account for him. An email address for him. Um, and I I found out who it was. The company. I found out everything. Uh, about it. And. Uh, he actually is still. Uh, suing them. For. Uh, I guess I. Like short of identity theft because they were claiming to be him and the company he worked for, even though they weren't him and they wasn't the company he worked for. Which you just have to do your background check on these companies that reach out to you first. Um, well, and it got to the point where they sent me six, uh, $6,000 check to buy stuff. Um, I don't know. I think I framed the check and told them I quit. And then I just, you know, the check is framed. Um, maybe hold it up to the black light. It says void on it. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's about it for today. I, um, I won't be doing one tomorrow just because it's, you know, Black Friday. Or Black, wow, it's Christmas Friday, not Black Friday. Um, I'm sure there will be some Black Friday. Come, come into, you know, our place of work and get a great deal or whatever. Um, last minute shopping. Uh, I think it, I think Best Buy had some going on today. Um, I don't know though. I don't know. Um, I probably won't do another one. Um, maybe Saturday. Well, to give you an idea, today is Friday, so or today's Thursday. Oh wait, no, today's Friday. Yeah, so maybe, no, it wouldn't be tomorrow, so Sunday maybe, I don't know. Uh, it really comes down to um, how much family time and how much driving I do. If I drive, then you'll get an episode. If, if I don't, then, you know. And I don't know why I don't do these in a, like an actual legitimate um Like in my studio, um, I don't know why I don't do any of that, but at the same time, this works out. And until someone tells me, Hey, you have listeners now, this is how I'm going to do it. Um, and I'm still working on getting some sort of uh interview happening, just don't know. Uh, my people are calling his people. By that means, I have emailed him, his people, twice, and we'll see what happens. But, um, it would be a broken interview, just like, just like, uh, every other podcast on here, every other episode, it's, it'll be completely 100% random, um, you just never know. Um, I'm probably one of the weirdest interviewers in the history of interviewing, um, because my, my thought process isn't, oh, you're promoting this, my process, you know, process is, you're in that movie, how was the craft services? Now, it's, uh, if you don't know what a craft services is, it's the food that they have on set. That you can eat while you're filming, so that way you're not hungry and you are uh, paying attention. Nobody likes to be. I mean, if you're sitting there trying to have a serious conversation and your stomach is grumbling, that's not good. Nor is if you go. And, like, in between takes, you know, your assistant or the PA for the day, uh, run to McDonald's and come back and you're eating, you eat, like, two Big Macs. And so, all of a sudden, you know, in a serious moment, and you're like, Laura, I love you, you know, and rip one, you can take out certain things, but it's hard when everybody's laughing at that point. Um... 
those aren't the main reasons. It's just, a, you know, something that always happens. But... You know, I like to know, like, you know, like, series actors, and I've asked them before, in, you know, in other capacities of, of done interviews, about who has the best craft services um, while shooting in a town. What's your favorite, you know, town to get food, you know, after shooting? Um, you know, those, those kind of things. And... Um, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I like to know those things just because it's, I'm curious. I like, I, I mean, some people just like, I like, I get Chinese every single time. Chinese, 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 or I go to Veggie Grill, or I go to, um, you know, I, I find the nearest burger place, or, um, there's a lot of different, you know, variations of, I just quickly go here or here, and, you know, well, sometimes that works out for a good interview, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes you just have to, like, deal with, you know, people not really having an answer, and unfortunately, you just break up the interview, go on to something else. That's how my life is, 100%. Broken.